What if you were a public utility and noticed a water leak and didn't know where it was coming from? What would you do? Hello and welcome to this podcast number two. I'm Mark Fawchuk from Pure Technologies. And for today's podcast, I'll be speaking to Jesse Switzer from Pure Technologies on the fascinating topic of how one Oklahoma City quickly found a leak on one of its underground pipelines using Sahara technology. According to the latest Black and Vetch report on the water industry market in North America, one issue keeping municipal utility managers awake at night is continued concern about the state of their aging water and sewer infrastructure. Government regulators and information-savvy consumers are compelling utility operators to keep close tabs on infrastructure service and maintenance, and water utilities recognize the importance of proactive management and responding quickly to water loss issues as they arise. And today we are going to talk about quickly responding to a water main issue for Oklahoma City, an issue that was quickly resolved using Sahara leak detection technology. And with me, I have Jesse Switzer from Pure Technologies, who has a lot of experience detecting leaks with the Sahara tool and who was involved in the Oklahoma City project. Jesse, hello, and why don't you tell our listeners a bit about yourself, Jesse? Yeah, thanks, Mark, for having me today. Uh, I'm with Pure Technologies. I'm the technical product lead for our Sahara inspection platform, and that's the tool you're referencing that we use to find this problem on the uh, pipeline for Oklahoma City. Jesse, you know, before we really talk about finding the leak, can you give our listeners a brief overview of the Sahara tool and how it's used to help utilities manage their pipelines? Yeah, sure. So the Sahara inspection platform is a tool that we have in two iterations, Sahara and Sahara 2. Uh, we call it a platform because it can be configured or, or used to provide a variety of deliverables depending on the client's requirements. So, like, what are some of the purposes of the Sahara platform that it can be used for? Well, there's a number of things we can use Sahara for. Uh, it includes an acoustic sensor that we use to perform leak and gas pocket detection. It includes a locator module that we can use for locating acoustic events. And we can also determine the pipeline alignment or unknown features with that locating feature. Uh, the platform also has a video camera with LED lighting to document the internal pipeline conditions. And we also have a pipe wall assessment capability that we can use to indicate pipe-by-pipe -pipe stress levels in metallic pipelines. And one other use that's worth mentioning, I think, the tool can also be used for doing uh, inspections on pre-commissioned pipelines to ensure that they uh, are holding their pressure. I'd love to give you a little bit more detail on each one of those, but that's a, a general overview of some of the capabilities of the Sahara platform. Well, that's quite, quite an impressive tool there. Really, now that we know a bit about the Sahara platform, talk to us you know, about how Oklahoma City used that tool to uh, quickly find that suspected leak in their critical pipeline. Yeah, so this was a really cool project uh, that took place on a very fast timeline, which is another cool aspect of Sahara. Oklahoma City had a pipeline, a 72-inch pre-stressed concrete cylinder pipe, and this pipe has failed before for Oklahoma City, and 
because of the high consequence of failure, this 72-inch pipe runs through a residential area, a rural area to be sure, but a residential area nonetheless. And the last time they had a failure, they created a pretty good-sized lake before they were able to shut the pipeline down and repair it. So when they spotted water surfacing uh, in a, at a low point along the pipeline, Oklahoma City reached out to one of their own call emergency contractors, the key utility contractors, and asked them to come out and find this leak and repair it as quickly as possible before the leak turns into a break. So I guess, yeah, a lot of things are happening right then. So, so what happened next? Well, McKee Utility Contractors showed up on site, and they started digging at the low point where the water was surfacing. And they spent about two days digging, uh, looking for this leak without any luck. So yeah, I think it was a Thursday night. Shane McKee, one of the owners of McKee Utility Contractors, did a simple Google search uh, for inline transmission main leak detection, saw Pure Technologies, called us that Thursday night. I think I got the call from our sales department on Friday night. And long story short, we did all of the technical planning, all of the safety planning on Saturday and Sunday. And by Monday night, Monday afternoon really, we were on site with Shane McKee making sure the pipeline was ready to get the Sahara platform into that pipeline to find the source of the leak. Wow, that really is fast turnaround. You know, tell our listeners, uh, why was Sahara technology chosen in this particular instance? Well, Sahara is an incredibly precise leak detection tool. Uh, we can locate leaks in transmission mains as well as distribution mains uh, with sub-meter accuracy, plus or minus about 18 inches. Uh, and we can do this accurate location in real time. So as we find the leaks within the pipelines, we're actually locating those and marking them above ground uh, at the same time that we're finding them. There's no turnaround time for analysis of the data or anything like that. And because of the importance of this line in particular and the fact that it is known to be failure-prone, being interface pipe, uh, Sahara made a lot of sense as the tool of choice because the same day we inspect is the day that you'll know where your problems are. So, wow, I can see immediacy being very important clients in terms of getting immediate results. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important for the client to have uh, immediate results in a case like this. In fact, uh, on this particular job, we, uh, we evaluated the site for insertion on Monday afternoon. Uh, Tuesday morning, uh, we were out there inspecting, and maybe 10 minutes into the inspection, we start to hear a, a leak sound inside the pipeline. Oh, on that particular note, you said you're, you heard the sound, like you hear the leak. Well, explain that a bit. Yeah, so what we're actually doing when we're inspecting a pipeline with Sahara, we're actually simply listening to the inside of the pipeline. The acoustic sensor on the Sahara inspection platform is basically a very sensitive microphone. And you may not know this, but sound waves actually transmit through water better than they do through air. Uh, that's the reason submarines, for example, use sonar to navigate through the water, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sonar stands for sound, navigation, and ranging. So they're actually navigating solely with the use of sound because sound waves travel so well through water. And when you're pressurized pipeline begins to lose water into a non-pressurized environment. So the inside of the pipeline is typically 15 PSI or higher, which is pressurized, whereas outside the pipeline, you're, you're at essentially zero PSI, right? You're at 
at sea level, you don't have much pressure in the air outside. So when water passes from a pressurized environment into a non-pressurized environment, it creates a sound wave. Right. And that sound wave propagates through the water, and we can actually hear it with the Sahara sensor. So when we're deploying through the pipe, we'll start to hear that leak signature, and it's very distinct. Yeah. Our operators are highly trained to recognize the signal for what it is. And as we travel through the pipeline, the sound will get louder and louder. Now, as you continue to deploy the sensor through the pipeline, the sound will reach a peak and then start to get quieter, and that's, that's significant. What that indicates to the operator is he's actually past the point of the leak at this point. So as the Sahara tool moves through the water main, it's pulled along with a drag chute, which we call a drogue, and the operator is listening for leaks with the acoustic sensor on board the Sahara inspection platform. When water leaves a high-pressure environment, such as within a pipeline, and enters a low-pressure environment, such as outside the pipeline, that creates a sound wave that propagates very efficiently in water. So on this particular inspection, as the sensor is moving along with the flow, the operator started to hear a leak signature. So he continues to deploy the sensor, and the leak gets louder, okay, indicating that the sensor is approaching the actual source of the leak. In this case, you could actually say the source of the sound, the source of the leak, same thing. Once the leak signature starts to get quieter, as the operator continues to deploy the sensor, the operator knows he has now deployed the sensor past the actual point of the leak. Now, because Sahara is a tethered tool, so it's actually attached to the surface by an umbilical, uh, the entire inspection, the operator can pull the tool back and forth until he isolates the exact point where the leak signature is occurring, confirming the location of the leak. Once the leak location is confirmed, the sensor is parked, if you will, and sort of hovers right there at the leak location, while the Sahara locator operator who is separate from the, the guy driving the sensor, right. he'll actually mark the leak location above ground by locating where the sensor is hovering. Oh, I see. That's pretty amazing. So that's like right dead on, just right below you then. Yeah. You essentially stop the sensor directly in line with the leak, and then the locator operator is above ground, wherever, wherever the sensor is, and he uses that locator to mark the location of the sensor, again, within plus or minus 18 inches, which is that submeter accuracy we mentioned before. Well, that is pretty accurate. And, you know, is there any way that you could tell, the, you know, the size of a leak? I mean, was it tiny, medium, or big, or what? So we actually classify leaks uh, based on the audible range, so how far we can hear the leak. So this is a qualitative assessment of the size of the leak. Uh, because the, the audible range will vary based on pipeline size, pipeline pressure, pipeline material, as well as the failure mode of the pipeline. You know, is it a pinhole leak? Is it a crack leak? Is it a joint leak? So it's a qualitative assessment based on the audible range. And in this case, we could hear this leak uh, almost 60 feet away in each direction if memory serves. So that's what we would call that 120-foot audible range. Right. In other words, we begin to hear the leak 60 feet before we reach the point of the leak, and we continue to hear it 60 feet after we pass the point of the leak. So based on an audible range of 120 feet, this would for sure be a very large leak. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And so what happened? You heard the leak, you, you knew it was there, and what happened next? Well, one cool thing about Sahara is while you're actually listening for the leaks, we also have video 
right, running on the uh, sensor at the same time. So we were actually able to see with the video that this leak was occurring on a joint on this PCCP main. And not only was it occurring on a joint, it appeared to us, looking at the video, that this joint had never been properly mortared. In other words, when you fit the PCCP pipes together, uh, you put the bell and the spigot together, and then you typically go inside the pipe and mortar that joint and you mortar it on the outside as well. And this one appeared to have never been mortared. So we were able to tell McKee utility contractors where the leak was and also that it was on a joint. And this is very useful information for them because then they know exactly what kinds of repair pieces they're going to need to repair this leak before they even start to dig it up. Wow, that sounds pretty impressive. I can see that being very valuable. Yeah, and uh, in fact, they were so anxious to repair this one sooner rather than later, that as soon as we located the leak, uh, they had a backhoe, or track hoe, I should say, uh, actually one of the largest in the West, I understand, uh, on the way to this site to actually dig this pipe up where we marked the location and verify the location of the leak. So as I'm pulling the sensor out of the pipeline, they're actually beginning to dig. And before we left that afternoon, we were able to walk over there and actually witness uh, this joint leak which even after isolating that section of pipeline, they closed the valve uh, upstream of the leak and they closed another valve downstream of the leak. Right. Even after isolating the pipeline from the, the pressure, this thing was gushing like a river out of that joint. So it was really satisfying to be there and get to see uh, the leak dug up and verified because we, we find a lot of leaks with Sahara, but we don't often get to be there in person when they actually dig it up and fix it. So that was, uh, that was very gratifying. Wow, I can see that being sort of a sweet part because you, you see something uh, that you've discovered and then you actually see the, the, the end benefit, I suppose. But uh, that was a very fast turnaround, start to finish, it seems. Like, wow. Yeah, Shane McKee with McKee Utility Contractors, he was super excited about the fast turnaround and the fact that we were able to pinpoint his leak for him. It actually turns out he was digging for this leak at the low point in the line. Uh, he was actually over a thousand feet away from the actual point of the leak. Yeah, yeah, the water was, uh, was traveling quite a ways before it actually surfaced. In this case, there was actually an adjacent parallel pipeline, a 48-inch pipeline, that had been built uh, as sort of a redundancy to guard against failure in this 72-inch line. And the 48-inch uh, line was installed on gravel bedding, and that gravel bedding provided a really easy path for the water to travel. So that water had moved over 1,000 feet before it found a good place to uh, surface. And had Shane continued to dig, he would have had to dig another 1,000 feet of that main up before he actually approached where the water was leaving the pipeline. Wow, I can see why he was very happy that he, he Googled you and found you. Oh, yeah, he was so happy. In fact, he said to us before we left, he said, I'll never dig up another pipeline again without calling you guys. Wow, that, that's a great testament. Those are very impressive results, Jesse, and I want to thank you for sharing your story on the Sahara Project. And, and if you want more information on the Sahara platform, go online and check out Pure Technologies. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for taking the time, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Great. Thank you so much, Jesse.